Hi, I'm David. And I'm Aaron. And this is The Travel Bros. So today we have a really cool episode planned out for you guys. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff um, with each individual hotel group. So that's going to be Marriott, Hilton, and Hyatt. Um, there's a couple uh, news for you guys. So number one, we are going to be doing a Morning Joe segment next podcast episode, which is either going to be in the middle of the week next week or as normal next weekend. We're still deciding. And we're also doing something new called a cool fact. So we're going to be doing a cool fact at the very beginning of each podcast episode. I'll start for this week. So cool fact. Um, did you know that there's a hotel in the North Pole called the North Pole Igloos? And it claims the title of the northernmost hotel in the world. It's a very luxury hotel. It's luxury at its finest. Um, the only problem with this is that it's one of the most host, um, expensive hotel rooms in the world. It'll run you $105,000 a night. That's absolutely crazy. Oof. Dang, that is like 90 vacations combined. <laughs> 90 vacations, yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to start off with Marriott, Aaron. Yeah. Um, so actually, um, if y'all are fans or big reward members of Marriott Hotels, they're the president of um, the group that runs the United States Marriott Hotel uh, is actually retiring. And his name is David J. Grison or Grison. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. Y'all can correct me later on. Um, but the he's retiring and it's actually a big deal because he's over he's in charge of over 5400 hotels in the United States and he ha, uh he's also in charge of 160,000 employees which is a really big deal because 160,000 people is yeah it's a lot of people and the thing is many people are actually criticizing him right now because of the timing of his decision uh, some have referred to his action as a safety, so he wouldn't really have to deal with the pandemic and what's happening right now. Uh, can you tell us a little bit um, more about like what's happening with Marriott? Yeah, so, but, I'm so sorry, but what you just said, that's really interesting. So he, did he just decide to quit like right now, like during the pandemic? Well, he is, he, I think he may have had this planned uh, like for, before the pandemic happened because he's not he's not old but obviously as a president of a company he's not very young either uh so i think he may have had this planned out for a long time beforehand but it just so happens that the timing just came out this way when the pandemic was happening but a lot of people are criticizing him because they think he's retiring because of what is happening right now not because you know he's just uh wants to retire and take a break and i don't know spend more time with his family or friends and all that kind of stuff but Oh, and I'm not saying, for y'all listening, I'm not saying spend time with your friends or family right now, six feet away. But David, yeah, yeah can, you, can you tell us a little bit more about Marriott and what's happening right now? Yeah, so in California, there's actually been a really big debate about moving the homeless into empty rooms at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel. Now, the Ritz-Carlton, as all of y'all know, is a very high-end hotel. Um, so understandably, the Ritz-Carlton wasn't just on board. They didn't really want to do this. And the city residents did oppose this as well. Um, this doesn't really seem like a good idea to me because the Ritz-Carlton is a really, really nice hotel. And I think that all homeless people should have a, like a place to sleep every night. But 
there's probably a lot more affordable ways to be housing the homeless than putting them into one of the fanciest hotels of all times. Like that, that is a really big price tag involved. They could be putting them into like hotels that have like good beds, good everything, but probably won't cost them the same price tag as it would be putting them at the Ritz Carlton. I mean, um, I, I agree, David, because in a certain way you can find stuff that are, you know, not as high quality, but just as, just as good manageable and just as yeah. good because all you really need, like all the standards that you need as any type of human or living organism is food, water, and shelter. And you don't necessarily have to be in a thousand dollar a night hotel in order to experience all three of those, you know, all three of those necessities. Yeah. But that's kind sure. of, yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. So th- there's a lot going on with Marriott and there's also a lot going on with Hilton. So in Broward County, Florida, there's an elementary school called Pinewood Elementary, and they planned a trip. Um, uh, remember, guys, this is Hilton. And in order to pay for hotel costs, they earned money through things such as candy sales, donations, and car washes. However, due to COVID-19, this trip, of course, had to be canceled. Only $7,000 was refunded. Think about that, guys. That sounds like a lot, but it's really not, considering all the hotels, hotel rooms that the school had to pay for and all the time that they spent raising this money. Wow. So, Brad, so Bradford Cohen, a well-known criminal lawyer, and one of his well-known clients who, who ha- I have never heard of, but he's a rapper. His name's Kodak Black. I'm sure if you oh, like rappers. I've, oh, David, you know David, is. David. No, 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 no. So y'all probably have heard of him, but David's not really into rap, rap music. music at all. Uh, I'm, I, for everybody who actually really likes rap people, re- Kodak Black is a pretty famous rapper. I've heard of him, but I'm not really, I don't know a lot about him, but moving on, Kodak Black stepped in to help. Um, and his criminal lawyer, Bradford Cohen. So the elementary school now will be receiving a full refund, which is really good news. Now that is a story you don't hear very often. Aaron, so tell us more about Hilton. Well, actually, uh, Hilton is having a difficult time because many of their employees have to be laid off. So in order to help their employees through this difficult time, Hilton has teamed up with companies such as Albertsons, um, Amazon, CVS, Sunrise Senior Living, and Walgreens um, in order to, you know, help these employees, these former employees that they've laid off, uh, help them get food and pay rent and all of that kind of stuff. Because, you know, it's very difficult now. So many people are being laid off that it's hard to provide for themselves and provide for their families when there's just no jobs to go around. So I think it's a great thing that Hilton is really stepping in and helping their employees with a backup plan. Yeah, I mean, that that's really good. Um, I don't know. It kind of feels like that coronavirus, and I know that last episode was our last episode talking about coronavirus, like fully, but there's just a lot with hotels with coronavirus and just hotels that have nothing to do with coronavirus. There's just kind of a lot in hotel rooms right now. Exactly. All the news about hotels and cruise lines and all that generally has something to do with coronavirus. It all ties down to it. Like you wouldn't have ever thought if any of this ever happened. Like what the first thing I said about Marriott, about their David J. Grissom or uh, yeah, him retiring. Generally, if COVID wasn't a thing, they would be like, okay, that's sad that he's going to have to retire, but it has nothing to do with this virus or whatever. But now just because of the virus, I think people are really taking a different view on everything that happens with hotels and cruise lines and stuff like that. So 
I mean, it's really interesting to see how things are changing now because of it, but it's also really sad. And I also think that it's really good, like you just said, how Albertsons, Amazon, CVS, and Sunrise Senior Living and Walgreens, they're all teaming up with Hilton. I think that's a really good thing. I think if more companies did that, that would really be helping our economy and people could be keeping their jobs. Um, And there's also a lot of news with Hyatt. So Aaron, tell me what Hyatt recently announced, because didn't they announce something? Well, actually, yes. Hyatt announced a global care and cleanliness commitment regarding their hotels during this pandemic. Um, But the thing is, even though Hyatt is very committed to helping people right now uh, with staying cleanly, like their hotel staying cleanly, and they really want to continue getting um, guests and stuff like that right now. But um, the thing is, they actually had to lay off a of employees right now, a large percentage of their employees, because of the below expected quarter earnings, um, which was very, it, it's a very sad thing. Again, people, so many people that work for these hotels and cruise lines have to be laid off, but it's not necessarily the company's fault because they're just trying to stay alive and there's nothing else that they can do. But COVID-19 is, you know, overall freezing the travel demand for all Hyatt hotels and not just Hyatt hotels, any hotel or any cruise line. Um, But David, what do you think about this? Well, I mean, I think, I mean, exactly what you just said, it's terrible. It's not the hotel's fault, but at the same time, it's not the people who are getting fired's fault either. I shouldn't even say fired. I should be saying uh, laid off. It's not the hotel or their fault. It's just due to this terrible virus. What do you expect? It's terrible. Um. I mean, yeah, I agree. But Hyatt, I mean, as you said, it's laying off 1,300 employees. 350 of those employees, which is a really big amount, um, are from Chicago. And as Aaron briefly mentioned above, the hotels are doing very badly from coronavirus. Um, And now this part has to do with Hyatt, but it has absolutely nothing to do with coronavirus. I kind of figured we should spend the uh, last part of this episode talking about just some good news and just some cool stuff. So the Hyatt Regency Chicago is the biggest Hyatt property in the world. Aaron, if you were to take a guess, we did a guess. We did not practice this at all at the beginning, but Aaron, if you were to just take a random guess, how many guest rooms do you think it has? I'll tell you this much. It's I less than it it's less than 2500. It's not some like crazy amount. It's not like 3000, but just guess. Oh, actually 3000 was going to be my guess, but now that you said that, I'm going to say 1800. Wow, well it has 2019 guest rooms. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa, pretty crazy. That's still a ton. Yeah, it is. And it has um, five restaurants and lounges and over, get ready for this number, guys, 228,000 square feet of meeting and event spaces. Ooh, that is, geez, that is a big hotel. <laughs> that sounds like a hotel. And honestly, it sounds like a hotel in Las Vegas because, you know, Vegas has a lot of huge hotels. I'm surprised it's not in Vegas because Vegas is where like there's a lot of huge hotels that hold like record numbers. But yeah, it's pretty yeah. crazy. It's actually surprising how, although Chicago itself is a very big city. And yeah, it's it a is, huge city. And it is very famous for having a lot of cool stuff and big hotels and attractions like that. But yeah, I would also expect it to be in Vegas or something like that because normally like cool hotel designs and architecture from hotels come from Vegas. Like yeah. the, um, the is it the Bellagio, right? The Bellagio is one of them, but like pretty much all the hotels in Las Vegas have really cool designs. 
Right. And it's really, it's really interesting to see how, because architecture of hotels can actually differ in different cities. Because I think, I'm guessing in Chicago would be a little bit more modern than if yeah. there was a Hyatt in like Vegas. Like Vegas is more, you know, gambling and all that kind of theme. Whereas in Chicago, it'd be more modern and all that. Yeah. You can look up this uh, hotel. Um, I'm sure y'all have heard of it. It's called the Luxor Hotel. It's in Las Vegas. Um, it's not the fanciest hotel in Las Vegas, but it's shaped like a pyramid. And so if y'all look up like videos of the elevator of Luxor hotels, Aaron and I are really into elevators, but even if you're not into elevators, people are really like kind of obsessed with these elevators. They're crazy. Um, y'all can look them up, but there's just pretty much a lot going on right now with the hotel um, industry, both because of COVID-19 and just stuff in general like employees getting laid off you know big hotels it's crazy Aaron do you have any final thoughts to say about all this um I mean I guess all I have to really say now is uh our you know our hearts go out to those who have been uh on the front line working with COVID-19 patients and people who have been laid off because of COVID-19 and we're really hoping that if you're in any difficult situation because of what's happening right now you find your way back um but I think that's all I have to say what about you David you have any last words for this episode well that what you just said definitely and just guys there's a lot of news going on and we hope to make more frequent podcast episodes and to be updating y'all um so please guys thank you for listening and until next next time this was the travel bros